Hey, 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 people. Happy Tuesday from Bay Flavor Projects. I decided to expand on my written pieces and include a read-along segment. For those of you who would rather listen to my posts as opposed to reading them, this is for you. I must run the disclaimer, however, that I believe it is better for your brain to actively read something, but to each his own. Also, please excuse the sound quality of this recording and the previous recordings of my podcast. I ordered a Blue Yeti USB microphone on Amazon yesterday. I'm hoping it shows up today, so the next time you listen to my podcast or read along, it will be crystal clear, baby. Carolina has been on my mind lately because of the NCAA basketball tournament. I drew inspiration for this piece by watching the tournament and listening to James Taylor's Carolina in my mind. You can listen to this beautiful song by clicking on the YouTube link below. If you are curious as to what in the hell a Tar Heel is, click on the link below the YouTube link. It is quite a fascinating story. While researching for this piece, the universe led me to a really cool website that features a blog written by an even more super cool girl by the name of Kylie. She calls her creation Blue Sky Mind. Her mission is to educate the world about positive psychology. Kylie and I are all about promoting mindfulness, meditation, and positivity. For those of you rolling your eyes right now, and I'm sure some of you are, I'm here if you need a hug. Now, I'm excited to share this post with Kylie and see where it goes from there. I included a link to her website on this post as well. Be sure to check it out, and as always, have a healthy and productive day. This piece is dedicated to my friend, Durham NC native Michael Paul Smith. He was the biggest UNC fan I have ever met. I left a special collector's issue of Sports Illustrated that highlighted UNC's 2005 NCAA tournament championship in his casket. I know that he watched this year's tournament from the other side and cheered on his beloved Tar Heels with the childlike exuberance he was known for. RIP, my friend. Cape Fear, Sweet Barbecue, Smoky Mountains, Moonshine, Piedmont, Tobacco Road. When people hear these words, they cannot help but think about the great state of North Carolina. From the breathtaking views of the Blue Ridge Mountains to the coastal attractions of Wilmington, the Tar Heel State has something for everybody. I was born and raised in the Sunshine State, but I lived in North Carolina for eight years, from age 16 to 24, so some pretty formative years. While living there, I became enamored with Tar Heel basketball. Basketball has always been a passion of mine, and nowhere on earth is basketball taken more seriously than in North Carolina. The University of North Carolina men's basketball team made quite the run in this year's NCAA tournament. Their record in the six tournament games they played was 5-1. and one. They beat the defending champion Baylor Bears and their biggest rival Duke on their way to the championship game. Most people would say they lost the most important game of the year, the championship game. And to some extent, that is true. For me, however, this season was a huge success nevertheless. Bay Flavor is all about looking at the positive aspects of a given situation, so that is exactly what I will be doing. Duke University and the University of North Carolina have one of the hottest, if not the hottest, rivalries in all of sports. The intensity of the rivalry is augmented for many reasons. One reason is by the proximity of the two universities. 
They are located only 10 miles apart along U.S. Highway 15-501, also known as Tobacco Road, or eight miles apart in straight line distance. In addition, Duke is a private university, whereas Carolina is a public school. The vastly different funding structures and cultures between the two further contribute to the intensity of the rivalry. Now, I was aware of this rivalry while growing up in Florida, but I did not truly conceptualize the intensity of it until I lived in North Carolina. Born in 1986, I grew up watching the original GOAT. Now, for those of you who don't know what GOAT means or stands for, it's an acronym for greatest of all time. And I grew up watching the original GOAT dominate the NBA. This man participated in six NBA championship series in the 1990s and never lost in said series. By all accounts, Michael Jeffrey Jordan is the best basketball player to have ever lived. MJ's dominance did not stop on the court, however. Basketball was merely a game before Michael. This rang true for the other major sports in North America, football, baseball, and hockey. A transition from just a game to a pop culture phenomenon happened under Michael's watch. His airness facilitated this conversion by becoming a marketing machine. He has been a major spokesman for such brands as Nike, Coca-Cola, Chevrolet, Gatorade, McDonald's, Ballpark Franks, Rayovac, Wheaties, Hanes, and MCI. Michael is the reason that I leaned more in the favor of the UNC Tar Heels as a young boy. Another reason for my Tar Heel inclination was the teen colors. Now, it's tough to determine what your favorite color is, as it can sometimes depend on your mood. Most days, however, sky, Carolina blue is my favorite color. It is common and oh so smooth. In reference to the Duke-UNC rivalry, Carolina blue gives me a power to the people feel. I am big on the underdog, the quote-unquote common man. Duke is a prestigious private school that some call the Ivy League of the South. The shade of blue they wear is more of a royal blue, denoting a sense of elite entitlement. Carolina blue represents hard work, confidence, determination, and perseverance. It represents the story of a poor kid from Wilmington becoming the most influential, ubiquitous, and successful athlete in history. Last night's NCAA championship game was one to remember. First-year head coach Hubert Davis led his Tar Heels on an improbable path to the championship game. Waiting for him was long-tenured coach Bill Self and the Kansas Jayhawks. Although the Tar Heels came up short, I can appreciate the game for what it was, a tale of two halves. The Tar Heels dominated the first half in what resulted in a 15-point lead at halftime. The Jayhawks of Kansas obviously made the necessary adjustments as they came out roaring in the second half of play. During the first half, I commented to my father that Kansas looked like junior varsity out there. That was a classic example of open mouth, insert foot, as Kansas outscored the Heels 47-29 to in the second half. The Jayhawks won by three in a thriller of a game. Even though my team did not win the big game, I am grateful that I was able to witness a tremendous game and tournament. March Madness is so special. I enjoy it even more than the Super Bowl because it happens for an entire month. It is my hope that the Tar Heels of UNC feel a sense of pride and accomplishment today. 
I am sure head coach Hubert Davis would share my sentiment and that his boys should hold their heads high. There are two ways to look at what happened to them last night. They lost or they learned. I do my best to keep the word lose out of my vocabulary. You either win or you learn. And those of us who learn will never be considered losers.